Hey guys, welcome to the Bay Area Sports Addiction. My name is Alex, and today we have Brian joining us. Um, and just kicking it off, we're going to be talking about the 49ers today. Um, last week, 49ers blew, ended up blowing out the Seahawks in the wild card round, 41 to 23. Um, Brian, this one was a close one in the first half. Niners were actually down 17 16 at half. Um, I don't know if you saw anything in the first half that kind of made you a little bit wary of, uh, of how the game was going. I don't know. To me, it gave me a little bit of that Atlanta Falcons game feels from the, from the regular season where like, we felt like we were playing well, but for some reason we couldn't, we were losing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any thoughts about that first half. Yeah. I mean, uh- a couple of things. Brock honestly just did not have a great first half, um, which was really honestly good to see in the grand scheme of things, seeing him bounce back in the second half and, you know, play lights out in that second half. Um, the boneheaded mistake by Jimmy Ward at the end to give him a field goal. I don't, I don't know what they were doing, squimming the ball, um, just kind of setting up them to get the lead right before the half, but um, clearly worked out. Um, the other major difference between, I, I had the same, you know, Atlanta Falcons vibes as well, but, uh, major differences. We didn't have CMC, didn't have Brock Purdy, and we had what, like eight of our starters on defense out that game. Um, this this team that we're really watching now is just uh, they they make adjustments in the second half that I've never seen Niners teams make before. They come out playing just lights out every single game, uh, and that's what fires me up um, coming into this divisional round against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I completely agree. Some some things that I had in my notes were, uh, you know. I, in the second quarter, there was that DK Metcalf, like 50 yard, you know, go route against uh, Traverius Ward. Yeah. Um, and personally, I was thinking, okay, like we're pretty good in like, like the 49ers run a lot of zone coverage and they're really good at it. Um, but in that case, he was playing like press man. And, and I think that is like a vulnerability that the, um, that the 49ers defense has is yeah. they can get beat by like sprinters, mm-hmm. uh, Tyree kills, um, DK Metcalfs. But looking ahead to the Cowboys, I don't really see a wide receiver on their roster that has that just raw speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but CD's skill set is, uh, is pretty different than DK. CD's also, you know, a dominant receiver. I, I'd put them kind of in that same category for elite receivers. Um, but I think that DK has just like the ability to break down a game against the Niners more so than CD because CD really is a slot receiver at the end of the day. Um, not necessarily that big play guy that DK is. And, and that's really where DK hurt us with the stat line. He had a great day. Um, but most of his yards came on that one catch. Um, and I just don't really see CD beating as deep like that. That is the one vulnerability though on the Niners defense that is kind of glaring is, is the deep threat. Um, you know, their safety's been playing well and, you know, like, Exactly, like Hufong has been getting his flowers this year, um, but yeah, they they definitely have the ability to be to be beaten deep. Um, we've kind of seen that throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just touching on the second half, you kind of pointed to it earlier. Um, Purdy in that second half, nine of eleven for one eighty five of his uh, three hundred and thirty two total um, passing yards, which was actually the third highest in Forty Nine ers playoff history. Joe Montana was one and two at 357 and 347. Um, but 
But like you touched on earlier, the defense made the key adjustments. Seattle had 17 points in that second quarter um, and then just six in the entire second half. Yeah. Um, but I think the real nail in the coffin was that Omenehu strip sack. Mm-hmm. Um, the Niners came out right out of, out of the half, scored a touchdown. And then we were like, all right, this is – if the Seahawks come down here, like we have a game. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were both – at a green, green sports bar on Polk, and you know, I happened to be in the in the restroom, but I heard everyone go crazy. So that I had to rewatch rewatch some of the highlights, but that that was, uh, I think, a key moment that switched that game up. Definitely. And another thing is that, like, how stupid do you have to be to, to mess with Debo Samuel? Like, yeah, <laughs> that fired up the entire team. Like, getting everybody the benches clearing. Um, mm. This is not a. Is the team that plays angry to start? Like, don't make them any angrier. Um, mm-hmm. that, that was just that was just a dumb move by I was it Griffin. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, completely agree. All right, well, moving on from that Seattle uh, wild card game, we're recording this currently uh, on Saturday, January twenty first, right before the the start of the divisional round, and the 49ers play the Cowboys at three thirty uh, on Sunday, the last game of the weekend. Yeah. Um. This is a this is a playoff rivalry game, and I, I'm super here for it. Um, the the 49ers and Cowboys have played each other eight times in the playoffs in the past, three straight times in the 70s, three straight times in the 90s, uh, last year obviously, and then actually in uh, 1981, which is the the catch game with Dwight Clark. Um, in the eight meetings, five of the the winner of this game five times has gone on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I just think that's crazy. Um, I think this rivalry started off being very much dominated by the Cowboys. The Cowboys won 1970, 1971, 1972. Um, and then the 49ers win 1981, the catch, obviously. Then the Cowboys win the next two in 92 and 93, both NFC championship games. Um, and then the 49ers win in 94 NFC championship game and the 49ers go on to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I, I just want to get your opinion. Is this rivalry back? I mean, I, I, maybe it never left, but to me, like this is going to be the most watched game of the weekend. Easily, easily. I think this is the, you know, the new era of this rivalry. I wasn't alive for any of those, you know, prior games. So that, those were like, that's like my dad's rivalry. And now we have, you know, my age of the Niners playing the Cowboys two years in a row in the playoffs. Um, and both of these teams aren't going away. You know, like a lot of these guys are young. Except for Zeke. Zeke's obviously kind of losing steam here. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can see this happening again and again in the next five years, um, maybe ten years, hopefully. Um, yeah, I think this is just kind of the start of, uh, of the, the next age of this, this uh, rivalry here, which is you – know, Pumped to, to pumped to see it this weekend, and I'm, you know, a little bit nervous. But uh, I think, you know, I was thinking about it. Like, is this Cowboys team any better than they were last year? I maybe on the defensive side of the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I, I think this Niners team is so much better than they were last year, and this Cowboys team is not much better if, if at all than last year. I, I don't see the Niners dropping this one, but I'm mm-hmm. you know, cautiously optimistic here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. The script kind of flipped because, if I remember correctly, like last year the the Cowboys had the number one offense in the league, mm-hmm. 
coming into that game and the 49ers held them to what seven points through three quarters um so that and and now they're like one of the top defense in the league obviously the 49ers have the number one defense in the league but yeah i i completely agree with you i think the 49ers team is so much better um what the cowboys lost uh amari cooper um their their O lines a little bit beat up. I think they have a rookie Tyler Smith um, is playing one of the tackle positions. So yeah, everything's pointing to the 49ers should you know dominate this game if if they can uh, execute. But we will we will have to see. Um, all right. So moving on to our next segment, we're gonna do a little draft here. Um, what are going to be some of the top storylines or keys to either team winning this game? Um, and, and we'll do it as a snake draft. So Brian, you can go first and then it'll go to me and back to you. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it starts up front, uh, both defensive fronts, you know, are some of the best in the league. Um, whoever wins that battle in the trenches, I think is going to win the game. Um, I think the Niners are going to come out with a game plan to, you know, attack and stop Michael Parsons. Um, but that dude is a game wrecker. So you never know. And then we have both on the opposite side, which is, you know, an absolute unit as well. Um, so I think, you know, that's really what I'm going to be watching uh, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how many times uh, Parsons lines up across from Trent Williams. That will be that will be fun to watch. But, yeah, it'll probably be McGlinchey most of the time. Um, all right. For me, I am going to go with – uh, the Shanahan offense versus the Dan Quinn defense. Um, Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, was the head coach of that Atlanta Falcons team that went to the Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan as the OC. Um, we're we're gonna see if if Kyle, you know, is able to is really up to his stuff because he knows he knows all of the rules that. Uh, the Dan Quinn defense plays by and Kyle's very good at breaking those rules. Um, and, and that's how he gets defenses in a bind. Um, I think from what I've seen and from the research I did, the Dan Quinn defense for the, uh, for the Cowboys struggles against tight ends. So I think, there's an opportunity for George Kittle in this game to uh, take advantage of, of their linebackers. They also have the 31st uh, defensive rating against wide receiver twos. So I think that Brandon Ayuk is going to absolutely shred Trevon Diggs. I cannot wait. <laughs> like it, last year, I don't know if you remember last year in the game, Ayuk cooked dig so hard and he was wide open and Jimmy just sailed it. He, he tried to make like an, a one handed catch and didn't end up making the play, but it, it was a touchdown. It, it would have sealed the game. Um, That's one of my favorite IU grouts is seeing him just absolutely burn. It, burn it yeah. Play. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm excited to see uh, that matchup and, and who can win between Dan Quinn. Cause you know, Dan Quinn obviously had Kyle as, as his OC, so he also knows Kyle, some of Kyle's tricks. Yeah. But Kyle's honestly like the offense has evolved over the past few years, especially like 
is a lot of play action, play action motion. And then in the past year or two, especially with like new quarterbacks coming in, it's, it's turned in a lot more bootlegs and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's so weird that he's, he's using Brock Purdy the way I would have expected him to use Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm happy about it now. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy to think about like this, the way the season's gone and, and how his offense has changed with each different quarterback we've had in the, in the offense. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that was, that was another, you know, my next kind of key to victories is IU versus Diggs. Um, you know, Diggs is a ball hawk. And I think another part of that is just kind of winning the turnover battle. Um, if, you know, if that man gets two interceptions, we're going to be in some trouble. Um, but realistically, he's not that great in coverage. He, you know, he really hasn't been. Um, his, his main skill is, is ball hawking. Um, so Ayuk, like you said, I think is going to have a field day on Diggs. Um, yeah, that's what I'm really excited to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's going to be fun to watch as well. Yeah. Um, so my next pick will be Kellen Moore versus D'Amico round two. Um, kind of the same in the same vein, you know, yeah. we played last year in the playoffs. Uh, and I mentioned before D'Amico Ryan's and the 49ers defense held uh, the Cowboys to seven points through three quarters last year, the number one offense in the league at the time. Um, Kellen Moore uses a lot of trickery. Uh, I believe they had like two hook and ladders in that game. And a fake punt too. Yeah, and a fake punt. <laughs> like, I, and that, they were down like twenty-three to seven in the third quarter. Yeah. Like when all this stuff was going on. So maybe we'll see some of that, and hopefully D'Amico's prepared for it. Mm -hmm. um, but both of them are, you know, interviewing for head coaching jobs. They're they're really good at what they do. So I'm very excited to see um, see this matchup. Also, like. In that is, you know, Bosa, 18 and a half sacks, leading uh, 48 QB hits, both first in the league this year, uh, most likely defensive player of the year. And the Cowboys offensive line actually gave up the fourth fewest sacks in the league this year. Um, so he'll be lining up against Tyler and Tyron Smith at the tackle positions. Um Bosa likes to go against right tackles more than left tackles, so it'll be him against the rookie. So we will have to see how that matchup goes. Yeah. I mean, that rookie is, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's given up the most sacks on the team. Um, so I think, you know, it's a great opportunity for Bosa. Um, you know, what do they say? A-plus players play, you know, lights out in A-plus games. Uh, you know, that's, I, I think Bosa's going to have a field day. Um, you know, my my next thing was, um I really thought about this because of, of Skip Bayless saying, you know, how he'd prefer Pollard over CMC, but, uh, you know, who's going to run the ball better? Uh, you know, the Niners, you know, have the, the best run defense in the league. Um, and the, the Cowboys are decently stout against the run as well. Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a, a really big thing to watch. Um, CMC is, you know, obviously just been ridiculously good for the Niners. Um, anybody who doubted that trade can now, you know, shut their mouths. Um, it's, it's clear that, um, you know, I think it's probably going to go down as maybe one of the best in-season trades of all time. Um, sorry, someone's ringing my door. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that, that's that's another key to to, to victory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think this this is going to be the last one for us here. But uh, I'm going to say 
it, this could end up being a close game. Like I, I hope it's not, but will Brett Maher be on or off? <laughs> you know, last week missed four PATs in a row, most ever. Um, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see if they come out going for two on the on their first touchdown. If they score touchdown, I don't think they will because I they're gonna need him to like. Yeah, if they can't, if they get into scoring position, they can't put it in the end zone. They're gonna have to kick field goals, and they can't like show that they don't have confidence in him, like just on PATs. Yeah, he was fifty of fifty three during the regular season, which is he he missed more in one game than he did all season. <laughs> so we'll have we'll have to see how that how that turns out. I actually think he missed one in the. Uh, in the commanders game, but to end the season for them. So who knows, maybe, maybe he's on a bad streak uh, or maybe it was just that game, but I think, I think the yips in front of, in front of everyone's eyes. Like, yeah. Wild. Yeah. Well, we'll see. see. They, I think McCarthy brought on some, some other kicker this week. It was like Vizcano or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was you know, listening to some, some Barstool podcast and they were talking um, how, how great of a move it was because they they brought in the worst kicker they could possibly find. Uh, <laughs> so that, that way they could make it that you know prop up mayor uh, uh, to make him you know feel better about himself. Uh, we'll yeah. see if that tactic works. Um, but mm-hmm. I just thought that's a funny storyline I heard this week. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, well we're gonna move on to our our last segment here. Um, just a recap of Wild Card Weekend. So the teams end up winning the 49ers, obviously the Jaguars beat the, the chargers in what was an insane comeback. Um, that kind of real, I know that ruined some of our, our picks. Uh, I definitely had the chargers. Um, and then the, the bills beat the dolphins. Um, and that game was actually a lot closer than I think a lot of us were expecting. Um, the Giants beat the fraudulent Vikings. Mm-hmm. Kind of saw that coming. Yep. <laughs> uh, Bengals beat Baltimore. That was kind of given, and especially with Lamar Jackson not playing. And also, then, a close game. Yeah. Also, yeah, a lot yard. closer. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't give up a 99-yard fumble. Six. I mean, mm-hmm. a whole different game there. Yeah. Yeah. That that would have been a fun one to watch. Yeah. Um, and then the Cowboys just kind of rolled over the, the bucks. They, even with all those missed field goals, they were completely fine the entire game. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Brian, I want, I want you to give me your picks for the, for the divisional round this weekend. All right. We're going outright to win here. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as I'd like to say the Jags are going to go <laughs> upset the Chiefs is just not going to happen. I don't think, um, I think the chiefs have it in the bag. Um, I honestly think that this giants Eagles game is going to come down to whoever has the ball at the end of the game. I know that's a hot take, uh, but I, I think this giants team is sneaky good. And, you know, Saquon is playing his mind out this year. Um, I don't know the, the Eagles barely hung on against them. And in, in the last game of the regular season, they beat them by six points. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. Um, you know, maybe a little bit selfishly because I'm going to, I want to go to the NFC Championship game in Santa Clara. Um, but I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, Niners, I think, I think Niners by 14. You know, fingers crossed. Uh, I don't have to sweat that game out. Um, 
And what was the last one? Bills, Bengals. Oh, man. Um, you know, neither of those teams looked as good as I would have expected them to last week. Um, you know, there's really no, I guess there's no team in the NFL right now that doesn't have any flaws, but, uh, you know, those teams both looked beatable last week um, against teams that they really shouldn't be losing to. So um, <laughs> it's really a toss up for me. I think the Bengals are going to come out victorious. I, I like Joe Burrow and I think, I love I love Josh Josh Allen too, but uh, doesn't exactly protect the football. I think he probably turns over the ball two times. Um, Bengals come away with a victory. Okay, yeah. I mean, my picks were basically the same. We I I had one flipped, but I, I had Kansas City. I think you know Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. That I think their their magic may have run out in this yeah. playoff run. They they're maybe a year or two away from actually you know being one of those top contenders in the AFC. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're going to end up winning their division for the next couple of years too. I am um, going to go with Cincinnati as well. I know there's been a lot of talk because of, you know, the Bengals O line has been gotten injured over the past, uh, over the past week. Um, but I agree that the turnovers are going to be uh, what, what wins this game? I think whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win that game. Mm -hmm. Both defenses are are pretty good this mm -hmm. year, um, but I think Cincinnati is going to come out on top. I think Joe Burrow, you know, he gets the ball out fast, so he's going to try and minimize the the liability that the O line is right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's going to be Cincinnati in that game. For me, I chose Philly over the Giants. Um, because I I think they both have pretty similar offenses, uh, maybe m mostly just because they have quarterbacks that can scramble and run. Yeah. Um, but like you mentioned, the Giants have more of a rushing attack. Um, I believe they had the fifth or sixth best rushing attack in the league this year um, in terms of yardage. And then the the Eagles have the passing attack that I think can really um, can really turn the tide of the game. I think that the O line and and the D line for the Eagles is better than the Giants. The Giants do have you know Andrew Thomas is really good on that left side of the offensive line, but and Kayvon Thibodeau obviously on the defensive side. But I think that Philly just has better defense all around their, their DBs and safeties are, are pretty, pretty awesome this year, at least. Um, so I think Philly's going to take that. And then of course, 49ers capping off the weekend. Uh, you said 14 points. I think, I think 14, yeah. I think, I think I, 31, I, 17. I, I like that. I think that's a good line. Yeah. I, I think the 49ers will also win by 14. I think that's a good, that's a good. They're favored by four points in Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. I think the implied score. I think it's like over under like fifty three or fifty two. So like mm -hmm. twenty seven, twenty three. Or my math is just not working for me today. <laughs> but mm -hmm. something like that. Some somewhere around there. Um, but you're honestly with the with the Eagles take top to bottom. The Eagles are you know one of the best teams in the NFL, and they're clearly better than the Giants. Um, I just think the Giants have a little magic, man. I don't know. I think. Mm -hmm. Playoff football, some crazy things happen. You gotta have one upset this weekend. I think yeah. that's what I'm going with. 
All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that looks like the four best, you know, if, if Philly makes it over the Giants, I think that's the four best teams all year. You know, the Bills and Cincinnati are close. I think the Bills start off really hot and then kind of the turnovers kind of cut up to them towards the end of the year. Um, but yeah, if, if Cincinnati wins, won't be a neutral site game. It'll be in, in Kansas City. Um, so that I think that's way more fun than having a neutral site game. It, then it just turns into like a college football playoff type deal. I'm not, yeah. not the biggest fan for the NFL, at least. I, mean, I, I really hope, you know, I'm dreaming of a, of a Bengals Niners Super Bowl. I think that's the best matchup for the Niners. I think yeah. you know, the defense in front have an, an absolute field day. Um, probably get like six sacks against, against the Bengals. Um, Joe Burrow is, you know, an elite quarterback for sure. And he gets the ball out quick, but, um, that really eliminates any threat of Jamar Chase just streaking down the sideline. Um, when you have Bosa, Omenehu, uh, Armstead, uh, you know, these just absolute beasts coming at you. Um, and you have, you know, some, some DoorDash delivery driver guarding you on the right tackle. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I'm, uh, you know, been dreaming of. So we'll see. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Um, Thanks for having and- me. Yeah. All right. Well, if uh, if you guys like this Barrier Sports Addiction content, uh, please leave a like and and follow us on uh, on Twitter, Bay Sport Bay Sports Addict. Um, and yeah, we will see you next time.